right, here, here go. All right, everybody. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Burn It Down uh, NASCAR podcast. Uh, Brian over there on basically my left. I'm Dave. We're a father and son duo, and we're going to have Frank Alford join us um, at some, some point real quick. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to talk NASCAR. What you got there? Anything right out of the gates? I want to say I told you so. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, what did I call literally last podcast? I said Ross Chastain is going to win before ha- before the f- halfway of the season. Guess what? He won the next race. And it wasn't just a fluke. He was dominant the whole time, competitive the whole time. It wasn't like a he last was. lap pass. It wasn't a last, you know, it wasn't just a fuel issue. It wasn't a tire. It, he was dominant. He knew what the hell he was doing. He was driving driving the wheels off that thing. Um, even with all the unknowns of that at a road course, I wasn't expecting a road course. I was expecting more of an oval because he's been showing that he's good at it, but... I, I want to congrats to him and Trackhouse, and this hope this brings them more. Even though, even, aren't they associated with, no, they're not RCR. I think Colleague is RCR. Maybe it is Trackhouse. One of them's associated with RCR. But, well, they got, they I got good congrats. equipment, and he, he did a hell of a job all day long. He even really even Daniel Suarez, he won the first um segment or whatever. <laughs> So he did good. If he didn't get spun out, I think he still think he finished well. I even took it out of my lineup because he wasn't running well, but he still finished. I have it here somewhere. Where is it? Oh, 24th. He must have spun out. Still 24th, but I don't think if he was spun out and had to go and do his thing, he would have been up there in top 10, I think. It feels like right, if what you, do you think f- of uh, Swar or uh, Ross and uh, Almendinger on that last corner. Hey, he pushed him. You get pushed back. Fair Bingo. is fair. You pushed him. You made him go wide. You made him go wide. So he came hell bent. You know what? It's all game. <laughs> Rule books out. Well, what I was Im- impressed with is uh, I-, I honestly, in my opinion, I think Almendinger ran out of talent. Uh, but well, he was, was slower. Impre- if you if you was watching, he was slower in two. Could they make it by segments? There's three segments of the track. He was slower two out of two two out of the three. So he had to make one move, and it wasn't the segment he was quickest in. And he had the force. It. I don't want to say he ran out of talent. He had the force the subject to win. It, he's in a go in or go home type of scenario in his car. There's no point. There's no, you know, looking on, let's get a good finish and go. It's either win or not. And he tried, and guess what? Ross came back. I was so happy when he did it. I'm so glad he had the balls to do it. I feel bad for Alex Bowman because I thought he was going to pass for the win. (laughs) I really did. And then he got, you know, hit, but finished second. It didn't take him out. So it was a good finish for him. Well, that's what I was going to say is I was really impressed with Bowman being in the middle of all that and and came back and, and finished second. Like I said, it was that finish was great. The race was I thought it was pretty good. It's interesting and it's just so funny. All these vets, and that was I was that's what I was not afraid of. Thought was going to happen this year. These new vets that's been in there for 10, 15 years, they're not getting used to this car. Kyle Busch, for example, uh, Martin Truex, for example, and that's another subject for later. Denny uh, Hamlin, Denny Hamlin, Kevin yeah, they they just cannot get this new car. It's all these younger. Newer kids coming in. And look, we've already had three new winners in the first six races. Yeah, three first-time winners. So six, di- six different winners overall. Yeah. So, And it's all been young, all under 30, I think the stat was. Yeah. You're 100% right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've got mixed emotions about Coda. Uh, I, I'm not going to take away the fact that it was probably – and, well, not probably. It was a good race. There, I just don't like NASCAR being at that track. I'm I'm not gonna mix any words there. I think it's too many turns. I was gonna say I think it's a big road course for NASCAR. Yeah, 
They they could maybe three mind. quarter the size. It's twenty turns or whatever. Make it like fifteen. Yeah, twelve I, to fifteen. Think, yeah, it's just to me it was too big. And with NASCAR's new policy, well, not new, but their policy of no local cautions. It's always a full course caution. Yeah. Uh, I know that's the way they're doing things, and that's fine. But you got guys that actually get a good jump on things and separate. You know, you got packs separating, but one person misses a shift, tosses a gearbox, or whatever they do. And they're dead in the water, and now the whole field bunches back up. And that, what, 3.456 miles? Yeah. I mean, it's well over three miles. Yeah, it's like 3.14. It's like when when you get a guy that gets out there and, and gets a heck of a lead, and then one guy, you know, dumps it in the gravel or whatever. And you got a full course caution when he's lost all his momentum, all his work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily like that. I and, and I'm not advocating for local cautions because I, I get it. But it's just. That is. You know, when you're doing like a Sonoma or a, um, Fontana, no, not Fontana, yeah, but uh, uh, Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen. Yeah. You can do the full course caution. It's not that detrimental. But when you're at a place like Coda or even Road America, um, it's I don't I don't like the full course cautions. And of course, you've got the Roval and and Daytona. I I can see the full course caution there because they're shorter courses. But. Uh, Again, I just it, it was a good race. Um, I got my ass handed to me on my fantasy league. I was doing good till about ten to go. Well, I kind of want to bring up uh, before we go on to that. I Coda is three point four miles. Okay. Watkins Glen's three point three miles. Three point three seven. Eleven turns though. So less turns is quicker. And then Sonoma is 12 turns, but only two and a half miles. I okay, think so. I guess they're comparable. I just, if Coda wasn't so many turns, I think it would be a better track. But I, but both races last year, obviously because of the rain, it was interesting. And this year, I thought it was interesting, but I felt as someone got in the lead, they had the lead. It was the lead was such a huge advantage. Look at Daniel Suarez, won the run the whole thing. It's hard to pass if you hard to pass the leader, in my opinion, from what I understood. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, Once they had the front, they had the clean air. They had the whole racetrack in front of them. They didn't have anybody to worry about trying to pass them on the sides. And that first turn is that. Yes, it was entertaining to the phrase fans, but I would be stressing if I was a driver being six, seven wide and afraid to get spun out like I don't know how many people did, you know, on restarts in that first turn. Um, it, it, I mean, it's, it's like I said, that was a hairpin turn and, and it was interesting, as you said, but how many, how of- many people got screwed by getting turned over, turned in that, you know? And ruin mm-hmm. their day. Like Kyle Bush was one of them. Chase Elliott hit him for the first time, but he got hit in the last couple laps too, and it screwed his day. There was multiple. You know, Dana Suarez was one of them. Well, and he he won the first stage, and mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin won the second stage. Yeah, but that was all pit strategy too. Yeah. By that second stage, because you knew they weren't gonna, because the pit strategy going into it. If you look at the first stage finish to the second stage, it was completely swapped lineup. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of those drivers uh, do that race it backwards strategy where, you know, they figure out when is the last time they have to pit and then they they work their pit stops back towards the beginning of the race. Yeah. And we were texting back and forth about they're worried about fuel. And with all the cautions and overtime, they didn't run out of fuel, which is surprising because they were really worried about it on a regular mm-hmm. green and white. So I don't know if they had enough cautions to where they conserved fuel 
Um, but obviously they did, so it's good to go. Like I said, it was a, it was an entertaining race. Um, I'm glad it's only once a year. I think it's. I hope it's a once. Um, it is once a once. And just yeah, leave it there. Um, it was a great finish, entertaining. <laughs> on, in my opinion, on to the next. But go back again. I kicked your ass in the league, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh like i said up until uh 10 laps to go i was doing pretty good yeah i don't um, even i don't even know who i had i had ryan blaney he screwed me uh brought no i didn't yeah who i have i had kurt bush and austin Cindric, cole custer yeah Tyler cedric Reddick. was another one who was doing really well until he got spun yep and christopher bell yeah, I had Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, which that's another topic. Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, Truex, who actually finished seventh, who actually came back, and then Ryan Blaney, and then Suarez, who I put in the garage. And then but, I whiffed on every single one of the four head-to-heads. I, I got zero. Uh, If it wasn't <laughs> for that last spin, I would have lost to Chase Elliott head-to-head with <laughs> William Byron. I didn't think he was going to do that well. But Kyle Larson... He used to be, well, last year he was a ringer at road courses. He's just having an issue right now. Austin Cedric, <laughs> that was a toss-up because Martin Truex beat him by one position. And then mm. Kyle, Kyle Busch would have beat Denny Hamlin if he didn't get spun in the last lap. So I would have had three of the four. But well, like I said, I ended I, up pretty well. I had 117 total points, about half of what I've been kidding so there's yeah i got uh, you had 117 i had 191 but you know we hell, frank beat me and i'm sure he, he didn't, didn't even make pick. pick yeah no <laughs> um but you know previous last week you did really well and i didn't so and i swung yeah. for the fences with people i don't normally pick so well I, I definitely uh, can't do anything but better have a better week this week than yeah. I had last week. I didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about Richmond here in a little bit. Uh, obviously, there's some other things we want to talk about. Um, do you want to start out with Mr. Keselowski? Uh, you can. I, I kind of think I know what you're talking about, but go ahead. Um. Unless he wins a race, he's out of the playoffs, period. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. We, we, we texted back and forth. He's got to do a Kyle Bush. He's got to do a Kyle Bush. Uh, and people don't realize that- what we mean by Kyle Bush. Uh, when he won his first championship, Daytona. He missed the first 10 races. Well, Daytona Xfinity race or Bush race. I don't know which one. It's probably Xfinity. He crashed in turn one into the wall inside wall broke both of his legs and he didn't come back till mid-season and had to win be via nascar rules to be put in the chase and then win all the way up and he won nascar they they made an exception for him because part of the thing of making the chase is you you supposedly have to run every single race of the year and they gave him a waiver on that 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 year and and what whether you're a Kyle Busch fan or not. That was impressive. Not only did he win a race, I believe he won like five races in regular season. Yeah, he was nonstop when he came yeah, back. Uh, at least five races, and then he came back, and he just blew everybody out of the water in the, uh, in the chase. So yeah, he, did, he came back with a vengeance. For sure. He did, and uh, that's why we say he has... Anyway... Uh, they the the number sixteen. They have lost a hundred owner points, a hundred driver points. Well, go ahead. If they do end up winning yeah. a race and are included in the playoffs on that single win, or maybe he does a double win somehow, they automatically lose ten championship points or playoff championship points entering. They've lost their crew chief, Matt McCall, for four races, and he was also fined 100K. So they dropped the hammer, and the best I can tell is they're saying they modified 
It was something in the, the panels. The rear quarter panels. Yeah, it was something with the panel that um, they were given. But this all isn't set in stone because they're appealing. They yeah, got to well, wait for the appeal process to be done, but nobody's won the appeal with modifications yet. Besides the wheel that they did in the sh- Bud shootout or whatever it was. Yeah, and I was surprised at that because when this came out, before I actually read into it, I texted you and I was like, is, is this some blowback over the modification of the wheels now this and it is, turns out it wasn't and the thing is it was funny too because i don't if you know don't or maybe you don't the first five the like hey when a race is over the first top five guys cars are impounded and they're inspected yep. okay and then they take random cars three of them <laughs> guess what brad was a random car that got got it and busted <laughs> so they were probably like we're gonna look at you because we already know you guys are trying something so they got they got Pretty hefty. It was a lower. It was a lower of the L two because it could have gone up to like two hundred twenty. Yeah, yeah, but L two has like a hundred thousand to like two hundred twenty five up thousand dollars fines. It was on the lower echelon of L two, but it's pretty serious. Regardless, it ruins the season well, completely, is. unless he wins out. Well, wins out, but wins. Well, he's gonna have to. I, in my opinion, he's gonna have to win at least two races to get into the chase because I do believe that's what it's gonna take. I mean, there's going to be some one winners that get in, but for him, I think it's going to take two because he's going to be so far behind in the points. He ha- he has no chance unless it's on a super speedway. I'm sorry, Fords are not good unless they're on a super speedway right now. Right, unless there but then something in happens. Every every phase of of the chase, yeah. he's going to have to win to to be able to survive because he's starting in. Su- like I said, we'll see how it works out, but uh. It, it, in one way, I'm I'm. It'd be I cool to see. Almost yeah. feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, you. In the other way, I it's like you know you did what you did and you were warned before you did it. Yep, they don't want you messing with anything that was supplied to you, regardless. And then I don't know what they did, how they. It, I don't it, understand the best. And I've read several articles. The best I can figure out, it was something with the rear quarter panels that they modified tampered with you know call it whatever you want to call it but um you're fine isn't that isn't that (laughs) awesome release the hounds uh but yeah and then there was another guy um eddie traconis and i'm not i think he is from petty gms i'm not sure on that but they suspended him indefinitely for member conduct, basically a, a fight. And they had previously suspended him uh, back in October, and his suspension ended in February for also fighting with with other crews or crew members. But he is now, there's no set date. It is indefinite. Um, like they're trying to kick him completely out of NASCAR. So I, I, I I've never heard of the name. No, I've never heard of it. A crew member. Eddie, Eddie Traconis. T-R-O-C-O-N-I-S. He, but anyway, he must've done something. Uh, <laughs> to get indefinitely suspended. Second degree assault charges steaming from incident with spotter Clayton Hughes in Talladega. Oh, well, that's more in a fight. I just looked it up. Now it's like the headline. Uh, veteran crew I chief couldn't... Eddie Eddie Traconis arrested on second degree assault charges steaming from incident with spotter Clayton Hughes uh, with Talladega. Um, is he with Petty GMS? Number forty two, but this is in January. Because the 42 would have been part of Chip Ganassi at the time? January? No. January? That Or No, no, no. no sorry, that's Ortiz. It would be Trackhouse. No, I'm sorry. It says Ortiz 42 <laughs> as his age. <laughs> I thought the 42 oh. number. Uh, they let us okay. all occur the same day with Ortiz competing as a crew chief for dri- for driver Chris Wright and the O2 Young's Motorsport team at Talladega. The number two truck finished 36th that day. So it's a truck series thing. 
the okay. truck finished after the race ended crash on lap 56. Well, anyway, he gone. He gone, gone. Well, at least that's one of the incidents. Um, uh, I guess I can go on the next topic. Yes, sir. Kyle Larson, my man, sucking it up right now. A little, <laughs> little stat. Uh, where'd I put it? A Kyle Larson's has been 29th or worse in the last three races. Should he be worried? He's got to win. Yeah, but that's not Kyle Larson. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't matter if he has won or not. He's uh, he's one of those guys. He's going to go. For, is, is it internally? Is it with the car? Is there, is it? Well, Chase Elliott, I mean, the only two on that whole team that are doing anything, well, I can't say that, but uh, is Bowman and uh, the other guy. Byron? Uh, you can't say Byron. that because Chase Elliott's number one in the points. He's the most consistent. He hasn't he's won yet. Number, yeah, he's he is. Not number one. Yes, no, he is. Not. Yes, he is. I have it up right now. Chase Elliott's number one. Ryan Blaney's number two. And Joey Logano is three. I wanted to bring it as a stat last time. The top three guys aren't winners. You can't say right. Chess Elliott ain't doing nothing. He's the most consistent right now. He has four top tens, zero DNFs. He's only 13 points ahead. I saw something different, and that's why I'm... I'm, I'm... Ross Chastain is right behind him, but he probably had one bad finish. All right, you are correct. He's, yeah. he's 13 ahead of Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Joey Logano's 23 back. Oh, crap. Why'd you do that? And Kyle Larson's technically 16th in the points with, with a win, but he has three DNFs. That's amazing. So, like, Kyle, uh, is, it, is, it, is it worrisome, or should we wait another month and see how, we, you know, he comes out of this hole, I guess? Yeah, he has a win, so he's, are they trying stuff? Are they trying something new with him or the cars? Or, you know, you know. You Hasn't he, uh, he's been so far back in the pack, I haven't paid much attention. I'm going to be the first to say that. But hasn't he been caught up in stuff? He has. The last last race, how Larson, I think he got, I want to say he got an accident on every one of them. I think you're correct. Even um, even the road course, I think he was in an accident where he went off. But still, Tyler Reddick's in tenth with two DNFs. Yeah, but Tyler Reddick is Byron. Well, William Byron's in sixth place with two DNFs. Hmm. So, but when he's racing, the, the rest of his finishes, other than that that win, win are shit. Yeah. Uh, I, He's I got know. one win and the rest. Because I know we got caught up in a wreck at Daytona, correct? Yes. I wanted to see if I can figure out where he finished. Uh, okay, yeah. There, if you click on his name, Daytona. Uh, he f started first, finished 32nd. Auto Club Speed, where he won, started 13th, finished first. Uh, Vegas started second, finished second. And here are the last three races. Started seventh. 34th, it finished 34th. Atlanta started 21st, 30th finish. And then Coda started 13th, finished 29th. Last Something, it, Phoenix wasn't a wreck. What was that? It was it was a mechanical deal. Valve spring, was Was he it? one of them that lost a tire? I think it was the valve spring, remember? Okay, it was something in the motor. The valve spring broke. I think we I think we texted But I know him. Atlanta, Circuit of America, and Daytona he crashed. Yes. Circuit of America, I think but, he finished, but he got he had troubles. Like he got hit off the track and stuff or spun out. But Daytona And the duels he he wasn't stellar. He finished uh 7th. But still, like is it worrisome the last 3 races? Or should we wait another couple to see how we, you know, 
I say we wait an, another couple. Just it's like just I not. Said, it's I'm, just not I'm, him. I'm not, obviously, you caught me by surprise on this one. So clearly, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> well, <laughs> all the reason I say that is for how dominant he was last year, winning ten races. Regardless of him winning, he's not. He, he, it doesn't matter if he's in the chase or not. He's still going to go for the win if he has the car. And it just seems kind of worrisome. He's kind of fading in the back the last literally month. So I wasn't sure if it was him or his car. Are they trying something because they know what they want already? I just, I think it's a good topic to, you know, put out. Oh, there. I agree. Well, his three teammates are all in the top top six, so I don't think you can say it's the equipment or the no. car. But also, um, you know, his crew chief is a mentor, or not a mentor, but a a, a trainee of Knaus. So, are they trying something with the cars to see what when the chase comes? You know what I'm saying? Are they trying stuff? They might be. Speaking of Canals, he's going to be in the booth this weekend. For two races, and Martinsville, I think, it was announced. Yeah. But, no, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not worried about him at this point of the game. Because he does have a first and a second, and granted, everything else is almost out outside of the top 25. So, well, like you said, the last race is 29th or worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just topic we can you know keep track on, and maybe next week, um, let's, nothing's changed. Yeah, we'll definitely get into get it. Get back I, on. I it. will pay more attention to it. And now that we've given him all this time, he'll probably go out and win the damn race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I kind of want to you know backtrack to we didn't talk about it, and I know he. I wanted is Ross Chastain's win watermelon smash. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I know we talked about it. You didn't know about it. And I was like, I was so happy. And I was like, he's going to do it. I thought he was going to smash the damn car <laughs> at first. <laughs> but I thought, you know, I thought it was great. And he's eating, he's eating the damn thing in, in the interview and then in the winner's circle. So I'm glad yeah. you got to see it. I'm glad it was there. <laughs> it's got to be one of those well, I things. I loved his truck because he raced in the truck race. And yeah. that whole, it looked like a pickup truck full of watermelons. Yeah. Um. And it's kind of funny. I was I was just thinking as he's you know leading and you know possibly gonna win. One of the crew guys is go get the watermelon. Go get it. We we don't have one, so we're you know do they have one on standby at all times? So, oh, they did. <laughs> so I, I thought that was just again a kind of like a backstory of, in my head is like go get the watermelon. <laughs> well, and the and watermelon. then they had that and then they had that flag ready to go, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. saying, you know, his first win. Well, they knew it was coming. Oh, um, yeah, he was on the brink, and I, like I said, <laughs> I called it. <laughs> well, actually, you called Chase Elliott. No, I called, yes, I called Chase Elliott to win that race, but I also, but I called Ross to win before halfway. Yeah, you did. So that's I what I was kind of, I'm just tooting my horn on that, and I, like I said, I didn't, I didn't expect Coda, but I definitely expected before halfway. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I had no no problem with it. Other no, than my, I was... My, my damn league got wrecked with about 10 to go. I, was, I mean, totally destroyed. Yeah, I was fist pumping, so I was happy for him. I was great and just... I thought it was a great moment for sure. It was. Another first-time winner, third one. And six different winner this year, so there's there's nothing to complain. If if they were looking for equality and with the the drivers and the cars and the teams, oh, they got it. Yeah. All right. So you got another topic. Um, I'm glad Bubba got fined and lost. Well, a couple <laughs> when that when members. when that happened, I texted. I'm like, well, there goes Bubba's crew chief. Yep. Uh, I guess it was the the same old nemesis. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get those pins into the hub on the wheel, and it came loose. Of course, he blames everybody in the world, and and, and granted, that That's wasn't necessarily him. his him. fault. But, you know, neither is everything else, according to him. No, nothing. Nothing is his fault. So, I mean, but he's, you gotta he's take... 20th in the points right now. That's his average. Team... That's his average. 
Yeah, well, that no, that's his best. Well, I'm just saying, like, from last year to this year, his average finish was 20, 21st. So that's, that's a little His him. career average is 20. I just got done writing a blog on this. His career average finish is 22.1. Yeah, so he, that's his he's average last right year, now. Last year was his best year ever finishing in the standings, and he was 20th. Yeah, he's average. Um, and his teammate is sitting 14th in the points right now. Well, Kyle Busch, I mean, Kurt Busch is a veteran driver. <laughs> he's driven every type of manufacturing car, and if it wasn't for Coda, he'd be a lot higher in the points, honestly. He didn't, he didn't really perform at Coda. <laughs> Yeah, but he got caught up too. He finished thirteenth. I can't really say no. He's thirteenth. He where did Kurt Busch? Thought it was worse than thirteenth. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah, I was gonna, he got, yeah, he yeah. got caught up. Thirty seconds. But Bubba in points paying races, of course, he finished second at Daytona. Bubba is only good in late. Super speedway style tracks. Atlanta's yeah. included now. Well, not even really. Uh, well, wait a minute. He finished 13th at Atlanta. Well, remember, he, he was leading until he got shuffled out. Yeah. And then so crashed. Say, say, no, no, we're not playing. Yeah, he, he yeah. But if it wasn't California, for California, he was 19th. Vegas, he was 25th. Phoenix, he was 22nd. Circuit of the Americas, he's 38th. I've never seen someone be so bad and get so many sponsors. Blows my mind. Well, we all know why. Yes. That is, and, <laughs> it's a, a can of worms itself. Like I said, I wrote a big old blog on that this week um and actually got the best response of anything i've wrote so far to be honest with you good the, the website blew up um and i'll main well i would say 95 percent saying something to the effect of man i'm glad somebody has the balls to say all this <laughs> but, it's it's people should... Should not be getting mad at a fact, and it, it's not like you're dogging the guy. You're not derog- you know, being derogatory. It it's out. straight it's- facts, and you can't get mad at it. I'm sorry if you do. You're part of the problem. Yeah, well, that's how I, guess, I put it. And I didn't write it exactly this way, but part of my point is, if you want to go down this road of diversity and promotion of of said cause. Uh, you got Hamrick, you've got Suarez, even Ross Chastain. You got a lot better guys with a lot better skills and a lot better temperament. I mean, Bubba lashes out at everybody. Yeah. I mean, the 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 foul mouth tirades that he unleashes on his spotter, his crew. Uh, and of course, NASCAR don't make that public. They don't. They don't allow that to get out. It's just, it's just, I, and I don't personally dislike the guy. I I'd honestly like to see him do well. I really would. I want to see all the drivers do well. Now, if you want to go down by down this road, there's this, uh, I think, how old is he? Uh, there's an article right now. It's obviously because the guy's black, but, um, Xfinity, he's starting for his first time this weekend. Raja Karuth. He's a, I saw something. I didn't read so it. So he's starting, and I hope he... You know what? I hope he blows away and takes Bubba's spot. Shows you how to race a track. But I don't know. I've never seen a race. It was kind of like a thing this weekend or this week. Um, he He's young, and I think he raced in the iRacing series and then got noticed from there and then worked his way up. But, yeah, he's he's, he's uh, starting his Xfinity debut this week. Um, I don't know for... Ooh. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Because I, I did see that when I was perusing. I, it didn't catch my attention, though. Yeah, Raja Karuth. Um... <coughs> He's currently second in the Arkham Menard series point, scheduled for six Xfinity races. Multiple wins in Monday Night Racing, E-NASCAR International Series. Uh, that's this year alone. His website's got a whole bunch, but I don't know who he's racing. 
Cup Series for the Xfinity. Does he have a driver page? I'm pretty sure if you search NASCAR. Yeah, the mm. NASCAR uh, Raja Cruz racing timeline from iRacing to NASCAR Xfinity Series in just a few years. Racing. Sorry for dead air, but we're reading on this real quick. It was kind of a last. I didn't even write it down. I just know Bubba Wallace thing. Where's this? Doesn't say who he's racing. All right. I, I, I did I see to... it. I don't know who he's racing for, but it... anyway. Yeah, no, it's, I hope he does well. Um, I, I just, like we said, Bubba, he doesn't know how to take, he sucks for he sucks. It really, it, it really rubbed me the wrong way last year. It was, I think it was the Daytona night race where he finished second, but and, and going, he was mad. Going, uh, going into the final lap, he was 17th. Crashed in front of him, took everybody out, and he made his way through and finished second. And then, yes, he goes back and says, nobody in Toyota is working together with, you know, with, with this place. He was mad. Mm -hmm. Like, really? You wouldn't have been where you were if that crash didn't happen. So... That's what really rubbed me the wrong way with how he, he should have been happy with the second was the way he was running. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I cannot wait um, for Talladega. Uh, maybe this is going to shut some people up because we got Richmond, Martinsville, Bristol Dirt, and then Talladega on April 24th. And I don't think he's gonna. That's the only way he'll real good do good if he didn't get, doesn't crash. He does how to I do. He's, I don't think I'm gonna say right now a month out. I don't. I say he don't finish the race because he thinks he's going back to a place he won a race. And yes, a win is a win. I get that. But that race was 70 laps short. True. Due to weather. And I don't care who you are. If you got a brain in your head and are logical, it is possible. I give you that. But does anybody really think he would have won that race full length? I don't. Nope. I, I do not. And again, a win's a win, but I put it in the category of Michael Waltrip's second Daytona win. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a two-time Daytona 500 winner. He's a one-time Daytona 500 winner and a one-time Daytona 250 winner. Mm-hmm. Brain delay. Uh, I just, Brain I don't, I don't like that. I don't. And then between that and the whole garage noose pull thing, that's what made his career. And that's not a noose. It's, it's a very common thing. So and that's another thing that rubbed me the wrong way with that too. Cause he went on CNN of all places and then says it didn't surprise him that there was a noose in his Locker. He pulled a Jussie Smollett. I mean, but Tell anyway, me. enough of him. We've given him <laughs> enough air. Greg yeah. Biffle's going to be back this week again in the 44 car. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, but he hasn't done cool. shit. I feel bad for him. Well, he hasn't done. He, I, I don't believe he's finished a race yet, to be honest. And he's had, it's been mechanical issues. It's not been accidents. No, he's, yeah, he's always, yeah. He's not a. Con I just. But I just want to be competitive. North, it's Norfolk State University is going to sponsor him this week with New York Racing. Um, but I'm I'm glad to see him. I mean, I, he. I don't want to say he's a top tier driver, but he's an upper tier driver, and he's willing to take a a chance with this team. And I'm sure he's not getting paid a whole lot of money. 
but he's willing to take the chance to try and do something. And I love it. I mean, I believe he's only not raced one time this year, and that was at Auto Club. He's raced Daytona. No, he was at... He did. He did. He I've, raced a couple times this year already. Yeah, I was going to say, he was at... I believe he raced Phoenix. Yeah, he's raced a couple races. I think this is um, his third or fourth, but I want to say this is probably his third race. I... Uh, Okay, um, I'm not going to argue with you. On Just click that on his name in the NASCAR thing, right? Let's see. He's got to be in the standing somewhere. Yeah, he's pretty... Yeah, but... <laughs> you can't click it. Three races. Yeah, it was Daytona Auto Club and then here. No, it would have to be... Uh, Vegas? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta he, oh, was the other one. Yeah. Atlanta. Uh... But yeah, <laughs> I'm just happy to see it. I really am. I I just think it's really really cool. Um, um before we go, and, you know, go ahead, go ahead, finish. Well, I'm just saying he's he's taking a less than adequate ride, and he's doing the best he can with it. And if they can keep that car running for 400 laps or whatever it is at Richmond, um, you never know. They may hook up and and get something going, and then it also. Ryan Newman is making his reappearance in the Whelan yeah, series. Of, yeah, I've seen that. And and I hate that for him, but at least he's back racing. racing. So. He needs, I hope he gets, as much as it sucks, hopefully get something next year. I don't know. I, well, he's doing the SRX series this summer. Yeah. Uh, the Tony Stewart thing. Yeah. And Ray Evernham. Don't, don't leave anybody out. But, uh, I just, I'll probably, well, they say it's not going to be televised, so I'm going to try and find it on YouTube or whatever, see if I can catch that race, just to see how he does. Um, Yeah, and I, you, if anything, you probably, there might be something on it, finishing-wise, I don't know. Uh, The NASCAR rating for Coda, I know we're going back and forth here, was a 2.1 with a 3.768 viewers, so it's a little bit down for the previous week. Yep. Well, I know that was something that we should have talked about sooner, but fine. It is what it is. There, people tuned in to the Coliseum because it was something brand new for everybody. They always tune in for the Daytona 500, and the viewership and track attendance has been going down every race since then. Um. I, I don't know what's I you know I beat this dead horse a couple of times so I just I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> um, I guess it's a small note. Um, maybe it might it might blossom the more, but Martin Truex come out saying saying he's uncertain about his future because of the next gen car. I seen that. I don't know uh, why he would say it that way. Uh, I suppose a couple of uh, wins would fix that attitude. But. Yeah. Um. He even said this last year. He, because they're always talking about contracts, and he goes, honestly, it depends on the next gen car and how it performs and how I like it. And he's come out again this past week and says he's don't know because of the next gen. He doesn't. It, it might be. Well, a, he's might, not happy with it. It might be the same thing as Kyle Busch. They're all too similar. They're not different anymore. They're literally the same, except for the nose. And probably the engine, but everything's the same. It's cars bought at Walmart. <laughs> you want to, you know, quote um, Kyle Busch. Well, you've got uh, Truex is in seventh position. standings. Yeah, he finished pretty good last week, too. Kyle's 11th. Swore it, uh, no, I'm looking for, uh, Bell and Hamlin is 22nd and Bell is 23rd. Oh, we can't use them anymore, the Dark Horses? Uh, no, you gotta go with Michael McDowell on down. Shit. Okay. Cole Custer, Harrison Burton. Might want to take Greg Biffle. (laughs) 
Um, sad note, uh, Tim Flock passed away. Uh, for us old schoolers, I got, I started watching, I, I believe I may have actually seen one season, uh, where he may have raced a couple of times. I know I didn't see him race for a full season that I was paying attention. But he was the 1952 and 1955 champ. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2014. He had 39 wins and 129 top tens. Uh, he's basically an old school legend of the sport. And... Uh, I was shocked. I honestly, when I saw that he had passed, I didn't even know he was still alive. But we lost him this week. I think it was on Wednesday, actually. So. I didn't even. Yeah. Um, that's And there was one other, Bill Mears. They, they had on the news feed. Uh, <sighs> Mears family, of course, that's Indy Racing. He was 93, Bill Mears. So. I didn't see anything uh, other than that. Um, trying to, I don't see, like I said, Code of America, or Coda was... I just can't get excited about it. I'm going to get excited about Richmond this week because that's, I love that track. And I think we're going to have some really good racing. Uh, I think we're going to have a, we're going to really test out these bodies this week. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, these they, things, yeah. Uh, they're going to do a lot of beating and banging. I need to turn a light on here. I just noticed how dark my screen's getting. <laughs> Um, while he's doing that, um, as we're talking about Richmond, and uh, then there was like, uh, while he, uh, hold on, I was going to say, while you're talking about Richmond, last year's finishing order for the top 10, I'll say was Bowman won it, then Hamlin was second, Logano third, Christopher Bell fourth, Martin Truex fifth. Almarola sixth, William Byron seventh, Kurt Busch eighth, and Matt De Benedetto not even in the anymore ninth, and then Austin Dillon tenth. Um, notable mentions: Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Kurt Busch, Kyle Larson, and Tyler Reddick all in the top twenty. Kevin Hark was twenty four, so he didn't. He, he must have had a problem. Bubba Wallace twenty sixth. Uh, Austin Cedric raced it last year. He finished 28th. Uh, other than that, Justin Haley, he didn't finish. He was in, he was in a different car for Spire. So, Other than that, uh, I don't know what to expect, to be honest. I don't know who's going to... I really don't know who, who or what I'm going to pick this week. I have to do a little well, bit of research. Depending on... How many times you've used him already? Your number one pick should be Kyle Busch. He's won six times in the last yeah, but Kyle Busch hasn't done shit in this yet in this new I know. car, so that's why I'm hesitant. He hasn't done anything uh, in this new car, so I don't know. <laughs> Kyle Busch finished eighth last year, so I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to pick. The last ten years, which would encompass twenty. This doesn't make sense. The last 10 races. Uh, all right, I'm going to go with average finish here. Maybe that'll help us out just a little bit. I think Kyle Busch has still got that. Uh, he does. Average, <laughs> you're going to like this. Kyle is average finish is 6.9, number one. Christopher Bell is second. He's had only three races. Yeah, he but likes his average, track. Yeah, he's average seven. And I heard him on Sirius XM today, and he does. He said, I like this track. Of course, Denny Hamlin, we all know he likes this track with an 8.8 .8 average. Harvick, 
Uh, he's got three wins with an average finish of 10th. Logano has two wins with an average finish of 10th. Elliot, I thought he was better than this. He's got two wins with an average finish of 10.2. Uh, wait a minute. Where'd that go? Chase Elliott. With 12 races. So, Kyle Larson's 14 races, average 11.7. Keselowski, 24 races. This might be a track he could actually do something with. Can't get the bulldozer out, and you can't flip anybody. You can't run off the track. Uh, see if there's anybody. Daniel Suarez, he's not bad. Nine races with a 15 average finish. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's with this new car and the way old the the I would say veterans just, they just can't get the handle of this car yet. I'm hesitant, especially on Denny Hamlin. Joe Logano might be the only guy that I might choose because he's he's actually gotten a handle of the car. I just he don't, has done pretty well. I just don't know. I really don't know who I'm going to choose. Might be a last. Well, I'm minute. definitely going to be watching uh, any kind of practice that they have and. It's not even worth having practice when it's only half hour long. I know. But qualifying and, and kind of see how that pans out. Um, I don't know. I, I expect a, a, a good race. I really do. Uh, I also expect a lot of wheels to fall off this weekend because they, they don't have the luxury of the big track. I mean, we're at what a one and a a point five mile, half mile track, if that. Uh, let me see if I can get the stats real quick. <clears throat> What's the length of? It's not very big. Uh, do, do, do. I'm trying to find. I'm not seeing it. Uh, three quarter mile. Three quarter. Length three quarter mile. Thirteen and a half feet from safer barrier. Shape is looks like a shape like a D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three quarter mile. So they're not they're gonna be hurrying really a bunch in the pits. And I think there's gonna be a lot more mistakes this week. Last week, I think, because we only saw the one wheel fall off, but that's because they had the luxury of time uh, when they did hit the pits. You know, they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But All right. I don't have a whole lot more, to be honest with no, you. No, that was all um, my topics, and we're at 53 minutes. Um. I guess we could do our predictions. All righty. Uh, who did I even pick last week? I said Chase Elliott and who? Christopher Bell, you, right? I believe. Yeah, you had Elliott for the win and Bell as your dark horse. So that neither one were bad picks. Bell finished third and Chase Elliott finished fourth. So no. <laughs> I had Keselowski and said, so we won't talk about that anymore. No. You had a really <laughs> bad week. <laughs> really bad week all right let's let's move on <laughs> oh man i don't even know i'll let you go first who are you picking for the win you no know, let's do dark horse first since there's only a few oh you want to do that okay i'm gonna um, choose give... stenhouse that's what i'm gonna choose ricky stenhouse wow he's gonna be the dark horse 27th we only have Michael Battelle, Todd Gillen, and Ricky Stenhouse, Cole Custer, Corey LaJoy, who actually might not be a bad pick, to be honest. Harrison Burton, Cody Ware, Jay McLeod, or Brad. Technically, you could choose Brad. Yeah, technically. <laughs> he's 34th. Stenhouse isn't a bad pick. He's uh, got 17 races there. He's got... And the only reason I, I said him, because he's actually performed well. He's just gotten the shit under the stick on a lot of the races. So, like I said, You're he's... correct. 
So I would say Stenhouse would be my dark horse if you really want to say that. Ah, uh, because we're whoa. Uh, shut up. I'm gonna go with Cole Custer. Yeah, I was gonna say he 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 was another one last this past weekend. I thought was gonna do really well until he got into trouble. Yep. He qualified well. Who's taking for the win? Oh man. Hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Uh If we're, I, you know what? I think it's gonna be a repeat winner this week. And I'm gonna go with Alex Bowman. He's gonna come off the high of last week. He won the get out. We won it last year. I'm gonna say Alex Bowman. Gonna be the first repeat winner of the year. All right, I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark here. Yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty much what it is. <laughs> I'm going with Suarez for the next first time winner and seventh different winner of the year. You know what? I to think about who could be the next first time. Tyler Reddick would be wouldn't be a bad choice either. No, he wouldn't be a bad choice either. That's like the only other guy who's been running in the top consistently that could do it it'd be tyler reddick i'm just i'm just looking at the list and i'm going i'm gonna go ahead and go with well how many more people who haven't run a race yet that's in that's been contending is daniel suarez tyler reddick and that's it really there's justin haley but he's he's and performance wise at richmond uh suarez and uh Riddick are right there. Uh, average finish of 15 for Suarez and 15.3 for Riddick. Yeah, but Riddick's uh, last couple years compared to this year is a night and day. He loves this new car, and he performs well in this new car. Yeah, now he got his legs unnumbed. Yeah, so even then he was still doing really well. He was. He was finishing top five. But so, All right, my man. Um. I don't have anything else unless you do. Uh, I know it was kind of a slow week on the the news front of things. Um, not a lot of penalties hand, handed out. Uh, at Coda, other than Bubba. Yeah, no, they had plenty of time to fix whatever happened. Happens. They're in, and there's not been a whole lot of off-track things happen either so and trucks aren't racing this weekend it's wheeland xfinity and cup so i had the schedule uh the wheeland race is actually happening now probably yeah, over. you can't find it anywhere it's probably over Not unless you find a pirate channel on youtube yeah. um well qualifying for xfinity tomorrow is at 9 a.m holy crap Qualifying for Cup tomorrow is at 11.15. And then tomorrow's Xfinity race is at 1.30. And then Cup's at 3.30. Say bye-bye. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, buddy. We're just finishing up, man. <laughs> okay. How you doing? I'm good. I had to take care of a few things here before I got on. Sorry about that. No worries. You look like you just got done doing your Grizzly Adams thing. You like that, huh? <laughs> Good yeah. on, Brian. Doing, doing all right. Doing good. Good yeah, deal. Just... Glad to hear it. All yeah, right. we did. We just pushed across an hour, my man. I'm sorry. We kept waiting for you. <laughs> it is what it is. Awesome. You want to give a quick what you think about uh, Coda and a quick preview? I enjoyed the race. I thought it was one of the best road course races I've seen in a while. Uh, uh, Bowman, Chastain, and... Uh, I'm a nigga put on a great finish. They really did. 
you know, made it a fight for the lead, then made some gutsy moves. You know, I think Almdin maybe maybe could have finished a little bit better because the way what the the contact and all. But hey, look, they put on a good show. Uh, you made a comment earlier in the phone conversation. It is a long race, a little bit longer than what maybe it needs to be as far as the track goes. But it put on a good show. Put on some good racing throughout the race. There was some good passing. Uh, lots of contact. You know, not a lot of controversy. Everyone kind of. Did that thing? No, just that last uh, lap with Almondinger and Chastain, and I, I don't think either one was wrong. Oh, that was just, that was racing for the lead. They were going for it, you know? They want they and, both wanted that win. Yep. Almondinger pulled the trigger too early, and Ross Chastain made him pay for it. Yeah. I'm just glad Bowman didn't pay the price. He almost did. It come close. So, what got me is, is on watching the restarts. I couldn't quite figure out why everyone was going. You know, I get it in a way, but everyone's going five wide, diving into turn one, where it narrowed down to a two wide race. Uh, race field. I mean, just. I think you, you hold your line, try and get a position, but going that wide, you're putting yourself in a position to get knocked off the field, to slide out, you know, lose more positions than you're gaining. It's probably the easiest spot of the track to gain a position. Yeah. Yeah, I they they fanned out and funneled down real quick. That's fact. Yeah. So. All right, uh don't want to to Richmond this weekend. You got a choice for a winner? You know what? I'm going to go with uh He's been running up there. He's been he's been competitive all year. I'm going to go with the 14. Another two times. What's that? It'd be the first uh, two-time winner. I did the same thing. I picked that Bowman. Briscoe. Yeah. Okay. Um. For my for my dark horse, Stenhouse, Custer, Lajoy, Harrison Burton. Michael McDowell, Todd Gilliland, Cody Ware, BJ yeah. McLeod. You can pick Brad. Yeah, you can have Brad or Greg Biffle. Biffle's in this week. If he gets it right, Biffle can do it. He's been having more mechanical problems than anything. Yeah, that's what's taking him out. It's not been Rex. It's all been mechanical. Yeah, yeah. Now, he's been running, he's had a, a fairly decent car except for the mechanical issues. Yep. Um, yeah, why not? Go with Biffle. I think it's I've a good a, choice. I've been a Biffle fan. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's a short track, so, you know, they're going to beat and bang anyways. As long as he's solid and nothing falls off, he ought to be all right. <laughs> So, all right, man, I'm sorry you were only here for like the last five minutes because we were just getting ready to wrap up. I was like, oh, Brian, bye-bye. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll get this schedule straight eventually. Just, you know. Yep, it is. If I get like one it's... of these nine to fivers working close to home, it'd be great. Yeah. I got a couple of them uh, Monday through Fridays. Uh Decent pay, decent home time. That's what I'm looking for, but hey, I got to do what I got to do for the meantime. I understand, buddy. All right. Well, like I was telling you, Brian, unless uh, anybody's got anything else, I, I think we've done talked it all to death, so. Yeah. Um, 
like I said, I look for a good race this weekend. Uh, my main lookouts are going to be, I think we're going to see a lot more tires fall off this weekend because they're going to be hurrying in the pits a lot more, and they're not going to get those things seated. Other than that, I don't... Uh, I'm kind of hoping we see another first-time winner, but I think that's going to be the main thing. I really, truly am looking to see more wheels falling off. We only had the one last week. Um, and I think There's that's got to be something they can do to either put a mark on the rim to show where you're lining up at, or there's got to be something they can do to figure this shit out. Well, you I know? actually, I saw, uh, a couple of photographs uh -huh. and it looks to me like if, if they put that wheel up there and just give it, they don't have to even give it, say, a, an eighth or a 10th of a turn. They can feel it fall back farther because of those points that are on there right into the divots so maybe they're gonna have to take that extra millisecond to you know and they're not doing that they're just throwing that thing on there and tightening it down instead of making sure it's seated right. but we'll see i just yep. look from i just look because they're going to be in a bigger hurry this week than they have been in the last two or three weeks or basically at all this season, because this is, this, what, Phoenix was is a flat mile, right? This is the shortest track of the year so far. Yeah, this is the shortest track we've been at. So those, those yeah. pit crews are going to be pushing themselves a little bit harder, and I think we're going to see more. But if we don't, that's a good thing, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm out. Bedtime. Yep. Yeah, I have good. a good one. I'm glad I got to be here for a few minutes anyway. Yes, sir. <laughs> Later. Later.